Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast hosted by two dudes that have never met each other in real life. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. And I live in New Jersey. Living in New Jersey. Were you just taking your blood pressure? Is that that what I heard you doing? No. Oh, you gave two numbers. It was like, what was the number? (laughs) 101.3 over 114.5. What the hell is that? That's my that's my internet speed. Oh, your internet speed. My internet speeds, they're lightning fast. <laughs> I thought you were talking about your blood pressure. I was like, okay, I don't know. That's no, I'm obsessed with my internet speed. So this internet, you got Verizon internet. Uh, is that wireless internet or is it wired? Um, well, the speeds that I'm getting are, I'm hardwired into an extender. Okay, an but action the, tech extender. The technology that gets the internet to the house, to the to the to the place, is that wired or is it wireless somehow? I mean, it's it's wired. I mean, it's um, fiber optic fiber okay. optic fiber, cables fiber. that come in, and then right. it's coming into the house, and then from the router. Um, but then there's the box that brings it in. There's coax cable that the contractor who built the pool house ran See, and that part is where the cable contractor he lied to you there's when it gets to the house there's these little midgets that uh carry those little those little bits and bites back and forth to you and uh there's there's a there's this sort of conveyor thing that's underground and uh there's these little scary little fuckers that are, are carrying these bits and bites back and forth and if if you turn off the lights there in the pool house at night and you hear noise i'm totally cool with that it's I'm t- if I'm getting these kind of speeds, man. You're okay with those little guys all <laughs> choked right. up. They're like I need. That's right. Yeah, they're uh, carrying those bits and bites to your house. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a cool thing. Um, well, that's good. I've I've been trying to uh, shop some new internet because mine's been a little quirky, and I've I've seen that we have some. Uh, now there's some wireless people that are starting to pop up that uh, sounds like they sounds like yeah, they they got their shit together from what I've been reading in the reviews and stuff. And now I, I knew at one time latency was an issue with that. If you're a gamer, I'm not a gamer, so I don't give a shit really too much about that. But um, yeah, I might I might go that route because I, I think a, a change there's there's a change that is needed. A little bit of change for my uh, for my internet because it's been kind of up and down as you well know. I, I have in my hand, John. Uh, just arrived, uh, just hot off the press. Uh, just just came today, and uh, this is usually when I get a, a magazine type of thing. I, I want to just in, immediately take it and put it in the recycling bin because I just I get disgusted. I'm like, just you know, you bringing a phone book to my house? It's going into the recycling bin immediately. So, but this is not a phone book. This is the. Uh, it's the uh, latest IKEA catalog. Ah, uh-huh, I like the IKEA catalog. Yeah, see, we don't have I- IKEA very close. You got to go to St. Louis, or you got to drive five hours somewhere within uh, Whoa. Five hours to where I live. Because IKEA's got a certain uh, they have requirements for the market size that they've got to be in, and we're, they're just there's like three million really? people total in the whole state of Iowa, so they're not fucking coming hmm. here. But uh, so you, you get to a bigger city, Minneapolis or, or uh, St. Louis, something like that, so you can go see it. But uh, I, you know, I, and I've been to uh, several, uh, and and I enjoy it. I do enjoy the catalog a lot. Um, I think the store, I kind of is. Uh, I, I look at the catalog and I think, why would anybody buy anything anywhere else? It just looks so cool. This, the, but the store itself, I have a bit of a problem with the store when I get there because it's. It's like a six-hour fucking experience every time you go. There. Yes, it's like this big rat maze for humans. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, you're forced you get, to walk in one direction. You're walking all over, and you're finally you're like you're trying to carry some shit. Mm-hmm. You got that big mm-hmm. stupid fucking uh, plastic, great big like the suitcase thing they they give you that you can, you know what I'm talking about? That big blue bag that you can start yes. putting your shit in. You're mm-hmm. carrying around the big blue bag, and then at some point you get to the point where you're like, I'm I fuck it, I'm giving up. I. I, I don't know where I'm going. I've been here forever. I've had breakfast. I've had lunch. Uh, the Swedish meatballs are wearing off. 
and you're like, what the fuck is going on? So um, then it's usually if you find somebody that works there, it's usually like uh, usually like an Indian guy working there, and he's like, uh, then he start t- tries to instruct you. You gotta have to follow the arrows. If you follow the yellow arrows, you go, you go there, and you go up to level one, level two, level the escalator, and you're done. And it makes always makes me feel like shit. And I always notice, you know, that okay, I feel stupid when I get to that point because then I look down this. Oh fuck, there's arrows. I didn't know what the fuck. I could have been following the arrows, and and. As I look around, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed this. Uh, I don't think there seem to be demographics that really like IKEA. Um, white people, it seemed, you know, Sweden, obviously. We, mm-hmm, you know, so you know that, that whole thing. Um, it seemed to be a lot of a lot of white people. There's a lot of. It seems like there's a lot of Asians in the ones that I've been in. Uh, generally, I, I don't know. They seem to gravitate towards uh, towards that stuff as well as uh, the white people. Not. I, I think black people are smarter than that. I, th- I think they they're looking around going. Not here. Yeah, nope. Fuck. No. You know nope. a lot of them there. It's just black people. It's just black people. It's the black IKEA. Right. We have it right here in Elizabeth, <laughs> New Jersey. It's the yeah. I mean, I, I feel weird when I go in there. It's it's a bit odd. I'm like, whew, and then I look around. I'm like, See, nah. okay. and then they, and then they just wink. They're like, and so it's like they know. No, it's I, a mix. It's a mix. It's everyone. Here's what I think you should do. Then I, I think you should walk around and you should start suggesting to people at IKEA. As I was looking through the book, I was I was sort of going, okay. I, I start to look at the names of the products. Always intrigues me, and I think it would be cool if uh, people started using uh, IKEA names, the names of uh, various shit in the catalog in the store, as, as children's names. Children's guess, names, yeah. Yeah, children's yeah. names. I, Lack. Yeah. My son, this is my son, Lack. Lack. I, I Those are my favorite shelves. I, I wrote down a couple here that, that I liked. The, the, the Lack wasn't one of them, but um, here's one that I thought was interesting because it's, it's uh, I think it's pronounced uh, Falbo, Falbo, and it's got a J in it, F-J, A with an umlaut. Is it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't know what you're supposed to do with an umlaut. Um, uh, it's, okay, so F-J-A-L-L-B-O, Falbo, which, uh, which actually is a... Um, it's a laptop table. So um, I think that would be a cool name. Um, another one I saw was uh, Fado, F-A-D-O. You know, hey, Fado, come on over. Let's see. Fado sounds kind of like uh, somebody from the Godfather movies, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, either that or, or, or like, um, mm, he's a little Fado. You know? <laughs> just a little Fado. He's a little Fado. Okay, that fucker's a little fine. Fado, isn't he? Yeah, that's a <laughs> table lamp. Um uh, here's a shoe rack that I thought was this is kind of cool. Another one of those with the with the umlaut thing. This is uh, Jarpen. Jarpen. J R J A R P E N. Jarpen is a shoe rack, which would be a cool name. Jarpen, come on over here. Let's have some Swedish meatballs. So uh, uh, yeah, uh, um, Skogmuf. Skogmuf. <laughs> Skogmuf. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's a kitchen faucet. Skogmuf. Uh, would we, and I was trying to figure out would Skogmuf would that be you think that's a boy name or a girl name would you which one is it Flardfall Skogmuf 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 I don't know <laughs> Are you, male or female or do you think that's kind of a non-binary name non-binary could go either way how about Ivar 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 is a man I, it's a male, <laughs> no question. Very strong, and, and, and I'm not fucking with. I'm not fucking with Ivar. Ivar. Ivar is a very sturdy looking storage unit. So that's that's probably yeah, yeah, probably there. And then uh, I think my favorite one though was um, it's a uh, it's a pot for a plant. It's just a it's a, just a, a pot for a plant. But uh, um, Britart, Britart. <laughs> B-R- what was it? B R Y. T again with another one of these umlauts. T A R T. Breitart. Breitart. You're such a Breitart. Breitart. I don't know. <laughs> it's a smart, slow person. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, seeing yeah. more here. Uh, uh, Grunkola. Oh, you got the catalog too in front of you? Oh no, I just, I just. <laughs> you're on the website. So I, I just googled. I just googled. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're on the website. Um, uh, uh, yeah, they've got they've got some crazy ass names. Yeah. Um, here's a twin uh, daybed frame. Uh, it's Tarva. Tarva. Hey Tarva, come here. Let's talk. Let's let's speak a little bit. Let's let's eat some. Let's eat some of those Swedish gummy fish. <laughs> Uh, which I don't think they sell there. I don't think I've seen the gummy fish there. They, uh, it's, There's actually a Reader's Digest article, How IKEA Products Get Their Crazy Sounding Names. 
I, I, I would, yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah it's there's an explanation here. to there's it. There's an yeah. explanation. Sklat. Why, why Sklat yeah. is the name of a, whatever the hell this is, pegboard. <laughs> well, what's the reason? Are you going to tell us? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I was, I was, I'm just saying it's out there. Google it. Uh, oh. No, it, it's, uh, they explained, uh, here are some English translations of some Ikea bookcases. All right. Billy. Yeah, I saw Billy. Scandinavian was, boy's name. Yeah. That was easy. Scandinavian yeah. boy's name. Just Billy. Billy. Uh, Hemnes, a uh, town in North Norway. Uh, Lyotarp, uh, uh, Leva, L-A-I-V-A, is Finnish word for ship. I don't know what that is. Yeah, these are just bookcases. These could all be names. These these should all be actually in the uh, in the uh, next time you go see your kid at some concert and you're looking through the names of the kids and you're like, oh my god, where did they come up with that shit? Well, Um, I I live I live relatively close to uh, an IKEA, so I don't. I mean, I I was in the parking lot of an IKEA about an hour and a half ago. So when I go and pick up someone at Newark Airport. Rather than wait in the uh, rideshare parking lot, mm-hmm. I'll go to the big lots and IKEA parking lot. It used to be a Toys R Us and uh, and Babies R Us, but those yeah. are no longer in business. Um, so I rarely go into IKEA because the idea of going into an IKEA will take way too long. Well, what I can do is the next time I pick up a client, I can FaceTime you from IKEA if you'd like. Uh, I think I can skip it probably. And if if ever. <laughs> If things don't, whatever, with you and Rachel, right, whatever, whatever, things get a little rocky and you just, if you want to meet some ladies, you should day game it at Ikea. Ikea? I did this once when I was working in Manhattan. Uh, myself and the guy I work with, he's like, let's go to Ikea. I don't know why. He's like, let's just go to Ikea. So got my car. Drove uh, across the Hudson River to New Jersey, and uh, we just walked around IKEA, and it was amazing. So it was, like, it was just it? like a day game at beautiful women. It's just, just women, just a lot of milfs. Yeah, so baby, walking yeah. around talking to them, you're like uh, saying, "No, you're just just sort of just. just you don't even need to talk. You just just take it in. I mean, you can though. I I, I didn't. I was married at the time, and I wasn't day gaming anything, but. Is that a thing? Day game it? Day game it. I, I, that's the first time I've heard the phrase. I, but yeah, I can understand. You're just walking up to the attractive woman saying, I have a son named Jarpin. Jarpin. That's yes, that's weird. right. Yeah. It's my, my baby, my future. It's Will so you strange. be my son's baby works. mama? Yeah, and you're talking about uh, you know being on the outs a little bit. Um, I got to tell you, uh, this has been an issue. This has, it's, it's been going on. Um, fucking counting crows, man. Um my wife is, uh, so we got the different vehicle a while back. I was talking about we got this, uh, you know, just kind of upgraded, got a newer vehicle. And um, so you, you, got a, you stole it, basically, from that uh, guy. It was a good deal. It was a steal. Uh, it was a good deal. It was a good deal. It's got a good sound system in it. And my wife is a big fan of Counting Crows. And uh, it's, she, uh, okay, so um, she's had this Counting Crows CD in there, like, since we got it. And, uh <laughs> I, I keep wait. I'm, I'm trying to outweigh her. I'm, I'm trying to think. Okay, at some point, um, and I've actually changed uh, the, the disc a couple times when I've been in there, and then when I get back in, it's back to Counting Crows. And uh, goddamn, if I hear that again, it's, it's it's starting to it's starting to wear on me. I I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I almost thought I was I was uh, at a place the other day where they at uh, um, what do they call those stores where they have used records and books and all that shit. Uh, oh, it's a chain. Anyway, um, I was in there and there was a Dave Matthews CD and I thought maybe I, I could put the Dave Matthews CD in uh, because you know kind of same time frame and maybe she'll just listen to that for a while. You know, take her back to that period of time where she's kind of stuck with this kind of crows thing. And then I thought, well, then I'm and then I'm stuck with Dave Matthews for six months. <laughs> I don't think it, I can handle that either. Does she tend to do that? Does she tend to get locked in on one particular well, artist or CD she, or right song? Now, or? Well, yeah, there's actually, um, she, she's done this before the last time, and this one really grated on me too, and she's gotten off of this. I don't know, I, I should look around and make sure this disc is not around. Maybe I should hide the disc or throw it away, but uh, the other one that she was on for a while was... Um, uh, the, the band that does the song Joey, what is that? Uh the chick singer. Uh, I know who you're talking about. You do know. Uh, you I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know the name. Yeah, but yeah, that whoever that band is. The, the yeah. Joey, I, the Joey people. 
yeah 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 i forget <laughs> concrete blonde that's what yeah that's it that's the yeah. one yeah so yeah it's from the same same period but and i the concrete blonde drove me crazy after a while so did her music calendar just stop right around that time is it like sort of just just uh, you know but, I, I don't not no. maybe hard stopped but i i think she's more into uh she's more into the you know uh a, that period of you know kind of like right when she uh was you know graduating from high school that sort of thing mm-hmm. or, or you know college is she a train like, fan does she like train uh no no not that i'm aware of she's, plain she's white tees i'm just trying to just throw things <laughs> out back, there go back just, there. No, so, so far Concrete Blonde and Counting Crows have been the uh, the uh, That's we've it. been stuck on for the most part, but mm-hmm. yeah, the Counting Crows thing. It's God, God, if I hear fucking Adam Durrell, what sort of his name is again? If if I saw That's Adam, something he, like that. Yeah, if he walked by me with his, and he's probably still got those fucking dreadlocks. Um, I I would be I would be hard not to just you'd, punch him. I would just you'd gr- grab his dreadlocks on each side, and then you would yeah. knee him right would, to the beard, to the groin area, probably first. or the groin. Yeah, Omaha, just, here's Omaha, the middle of the country, motherfucker. <laughs> I was just picturing a move where it was like a wrestling move, like a professional wrestling move, where you take oh, him by yeah. the dreadlocks and then you pull his head down into your knee. As yes. you raise your knee, you just yes, yeah, so I could get all wrestly, all world WWE. Those those guys are very um, they're very flamboyantly uh, heterosexual. I, I think the 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 world wrestling. Yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. Which, it's which is hard to pull off. If you, usually, if somebody says they're very flamboyant, you know, they're they're going the other direction. Mm-hmm. But these guys somehow pull off flamboyant heterosexuality, which um, I, I think that may be the only way to do it. You have to be a professional wrestler to be to be that way. I'm pretty sure. Otherwise, well, there was a there was a wrestling guy in the 50s or 60s, a gorgeous George or something that was like over overtly. Um, flamboyant and then you had a couple of others that were like you had the guy gold dust gold dust was another guy that was like but you get the bizarre character i haven't watched a lot of it but um you get the feeling when we're watching these guys they're flamboyant but do you think they're they're uh they're gay do you think that or do you think they're just they're uh they're dudes i mean i think i would think that uh about 10 percent of them are gay yeah so i mean they're so they're pulling off the flamboyant and uh hetero thing which is i think it's it's kind of hard to do uh, nowadays, I think uh, they're more and more. I mean, they're they're in really good shape. They're pretty fit, and and the, the ones that are successful are incredibly charismatic. Yeah, yeah. That's I was good. just watching. Um, you know, the uh, I don't know if you know uh, Comedy Central. They're in their third or fourth season of uh, the uh, Roast Battle. You know, hosted by Jeffrey um, Ross. You know, yes. who does I haven't that? watched any of it, but uh, okay. Well, anyway, the whole concept of the roast battle is essentially it's 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 just like a rap battle, but with comedy, and you yes. basically roast someone. It's one on one, and you prepare for it. So actually, the guy Brian Moses, who it was his idea. He had the idea with someone else, and they were trying to develop it for a while. And you know, so I I met Brian through my friend Eric, the guy I went to college with, the guy that was the writer on Saturday Night Live that right. then got laid off and whatever so it took a while before they could get anyone anything to stick but now it's it's going well but uh, the reason i bring it up is i was watching because i follow brian on instagram and i follow rose battle on instagram where brian changed his account to rose battle i see these clips from from the show because they're in their whole thing where basically they have like these rounds you know and and then like when you win you move on and then they have the final two roasters and then someone wins that and uh anyway they had this guy uh, a female comedian and this guy Dolph something or other i don't know his last name but he's a professional wrestler and uh i think he may have actually dated uh what's the one uh amy schumer at one point yeah, yeah, and uh, and he holds his own, you know. I don't know if he wrote his own jokes, if he had a writer, if he worked with a comedian, but uh, pretty good, pretty funny, you know. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Those guys are good. Like they're just, I, 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 yeah, they, they, Dwayne Johnson, very charismatic, very, you know, he's just he's a superstar. He's the, he's the superstar, isn't he? Probably. He is. I don't know. I don't know who would be who who could walk into a room. And be bigger than that. I don't, I don't. You know, somebody might be bigger than him, but as, as far as you know, commanding uh, president, president Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've heard people talking about that. Ah, I'm just uh, he hasn't he hasn't been to Iowa yet. When he, if he shows up here to uh, to uh, do any kind of an appearance, then we'll know he's running. But uh, so far, no, I haven't seen him. But uh, there were the absolutely people would vote for him if if uh, what's his name was uh, governor of of Minnesota. Uh, what's his name? Jesse Ventura. Then I'm sure the Rock. Oh yeah, yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura. Jesse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah conspiracy so, theorist. Yeah, yeah. Whack good. job. He's kind of a whack job now, it sounds like, but uh, I think he's, yeah, uh, he's probably laughing. He's He's got money in the bank, and he's laughing at the rest of us about the whole thing. I don't because, know where he is now. Um, yeah, okay. He shows up on a lot of, uh, you know, he, he's around. He's doing his thing. He may have a podcast. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, uh, okay, so you're talking about The Rock. He, 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 okay, so every every movie this guy's in. Uh, it's it's huge. It's just an automatic box office. It's it's a big deal. Uh, and uh, okay, so what frustrates me about uh, okay, I'm just I'm online or I'm on Netflix. I'm looking around. I'm, I'm looking around for something. A movie. You know. And, uh, okay, mm-hmm. maybe The Rock's not uh, going to be. Uh, available everywhere and I've probably seen a lot of those movies it doesn't matter so much but I'm just looking for any movie I'm just trying to find a movie and so on, on Netflix this seems like this is happening a lot so I'll see something and it looks uh, looks really good you know I'm, I'm looking at it and uh, the description sounds great and uh, you know whatever they're using for like their show card their graphics all of that stuff you know you get pulled into it you're thinking alright that, that sounds good that sounds really good and then I, I start it and I get into it and uh, it's like fucking it's foreign it's some you know it's like whatever it's it's uh, you know it's like a french thing or it's it's italian or or whatever and i'm like there's too much of it netflix you're doing this too much starting to piss me off i am seeing i'm seeing more more of this than i need to i don't need a swedish fucking ikea movie i don't i don't i don't know it's i don't know There's, there's more of those now than than there has been in a long time and they just need to stop I haven't I haven't looked at movies. What I'm 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 trying to look at Netflix now. I'm trying to find like they the sinner. What's foreign. that? They they will not tell you if it's a foreign film. That's the thing that pisses me off. It, the, you just you don't know what it is. You see the title and there's nothing that says foreign language. It doesn't mo- warn you about that. And you think okay that okay you'll see a picture of somebody. You'll think that guy looks like uh, like Danny Trejo or something like that. And uh, that's got to be, yeah, that's got to be, you know, maybe it's him when he's younger. It's a younger Danny Trejo and this is what the movie is. And then you get into it and it's just some, it's just some, uh, some foreign dude. That's well, I think I've come across a couple of those and I think I actually saw the kids watching one where it was like, what is this movie? And it was dubbed in English, but it wasn't an English movie. Yeah. It was like some like, Swedish horror movie or something like. Yeah. Okay, I can watch. Uh, I can watch if it's about uh, Pablo Escobar. Then and uh, then I can watch. <laughs> but if it's uh, yeah, if, if it's not, uh, then it just it just irks me. I, I don't want to. I really don't want to figure it out. I don't want the, the God. I hear classic movies. They've got classic movies. The Godfather's available. Yeah. Well. But I've seen that. I, I didn't love, yeah, I'm yeah, it's worth watching again. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. I've never seen it. I should see that. I read the book. You done any of that stuff? No. No, I never got to read that book in in school. And then uh, Stripes is on here. That's worth watching again. Stripes is a classic. Although I don't know that it would. A lot of those movies from that time frame now. Uh, and I just read this article that somebody was. Uh, they were talking about um, Animal House, and they were saying that like if you try to watch Animal House now, there's nothing about it that in today's world it would be deemed as funny it's it's uh you know it's there's a lot of sexist uh um racist mm-hmm. slash uh misogynistic you know stuff i don't know stripes it has some good stuff though uh I, I, stripes might play better than than, than uh and maybe the uh yeah than the animal house would but yeah I, I, some of those old ones i, I should go back and, and watch a few of them but uh, yeah I'm, I'm more ticked off now that the new stuff that they're they're trying to they're trying to suck you into watching some of that stuff or they're they're adding content i know it's for a market that exists there i guess the there's a europe the european market is is watching netflix as well yeah apparently they can uh, subscribe to it it's worldwide it's worldwide i actually yeah it's uh do you know that the uh the ceo of uh, blockbuster had the opportunity to buy uh Netflix for fifty million dollars in the past, and uh, now I think Netflix is valued at like two hundred and fifty-three billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. And now you know what happens at his uh, house. What's that? His wife makes him sit down to pee. She's like, no. 
Don't be standing up peeing in my house. You sit down. You sit down, you bad boy. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Not with $253 billion. Well, he could have had so much more. I'm just talking about his passing on the thing, right? He's, he's, he lost a lot of money. Oh, that guy. I thought you yeah. meant the Netflix guy. No, I was the Netflix, Netflix guy. Is that guy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the Blockbuster guy. I don't know. Nobody knows who the Blockbuster I mean, Netflix someone guy. must know. Yeah, Netflix guy. He's pissing on the wall. He's, he's laughing. He's like, fuck. You know, buy me a new bathroom. I don't care. I'm only peeing in this thing once anyway. He's <laughs> like, throw it away. It's like disposable bathrooms at his house. But the, the Blockbuster guy, his wife's got him sitting down. She's like, do not stand up. I do not want any of that going on in my house. Bad I was uh, I was watching I was watching um, or listening to uh, that uh, NPR podcast. Um, How I built this. It's Guy Raz who hosts the uh, TED Radio Hour. You know TED Talks. Yeah, and it's basically entrepreneurs, founders, and whatnot. And, and they uh, so. At the end of one of the episodes, so they usually have someone that we, we likely would have heard of or at least heard of their idea or their company. And he did. there's a woman who was a hairstylist who found a, a place called Dry Bar, and she's done very well with them. At the end of each episode, they will find like a local person or someone that's got a smaller business model that's still growing. And they interviewed these two guys. They're called the Long Hairs, and it's like... It's like hair ties for dudes or something like that. I saw them on, uh, on the Shark Tank. Shark Tank, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, right. So I once I heard the interview with them, I was I was a little taken by it because you know I have long hair and uh, not as long as these two guys, but I don't mind using pink scrunchies and like my daughter's stuff or just going into you know the the drugstore and getting that stuff for very inexpensive. I don't care, but but uh, I watched that episode of the Shark Tank with them. And uh, they they did well. They uh, they got Mark Cuban to invest a hundred million dollars. Uh, I think they million. wanted ninety five. No, no, not a um, a hundred thousand. Sorry, a hundred. They wanted ninety five thousand for nine percent of the company. Yeah. He offered a hundred thousand for twenty five percent, and they right. took it immediately. They didn't take the other offer that was presumably a better offer. They would have had to. Have paid the loan back and still giving the guy 10%. But whatever, so they took that. But I, there was this one guy, he was from Long Island. He was an attorney. Uh, he did contracts for the NFL, blah, blah, blah. And he started this company where it was a, all about robes and how guys don't like to wear robes. So it's like robes for dudes or dude robes or something. I saw that. And ba- did you see bad. that guy? That right, bad. so the... It was really bad, right? Because it was overpriced. He had a Kickstarter, but it was overpriced like casual wear. It wasn't really like the robe was, it, it looked like something Rocky would have worn, you know? But it was like the towel on the inside. But the best part about that was when he said that they asked him how he got into this, why he did this. And, and he mentioned that he told an anecdotal story about uh, how he helped out a guy, uh, and the guy, uh, he was going to charge the guy $1,000 to get the guy's like, can, can I give you equity in my company? <laughs> and it was, turned out it was Kevin Plank who founded Under Armour, and his wife made him take the money instead of the equity in the company. <laughs> so it's like, and then, and then they didn't. None of the sharks invested in his company. The the thing I think I've told you this, where um, my friend Ray, who's got the golf swing shirt company, has been. Uh, I think they've scouted him to be on that show, and he's always said no. Uh, is that just by appearing on the show, you have to give up a percentage of your company? Now I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, I believe so. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I well, I mean, you think yeah. about it, you're going to reach a lot more people with it. Yeah, there's a downside to all of it. I, I, I got a relative that I think I talked about on the last show, that's, or maybe it was afterwards when you and I were talking, but as a, uh, a burger joint in Nashville, and uh, he's doing real well. And he's been uh, approached by uh, Guy Fieri and a bunch of these, you know, these different shows uh, to come in and do their show there. Uh, yep. And uh, he's always turned them all down because... Uh, you have to. They own. They basically come in for like a week. You're 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 offline for like a week, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they they do all the yeah, everything you got to do to set up a show and you know do yep. all the scripting and all that stuff, uh, and get the right people into the into the place to right. you know be around the restaurant, all that stuff. So you you're offline for a, a week, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. He goes, I'm already I'm I'm doing really well. That's why they're coming 
you know, why they're knocking at the door. And so if I do this, am I going to do better? Well, maybe, but uh, maybe not. Uh, also, I'm going to be I'm shut down for a week. So why, what, you know, what's the point? So, yeah, I think all of those things come. There's a little bit of a gotcha, but I, I did not figure that they would take a percentage just for it. But I, I, I'm not sure. I, I could be mistaken. I yeah. but I believe so. I think that may be a contributing factor why my friend may have may not be doing the show. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know how you know how hardcore they've uh whom with whom he's spoken to. And I've is got a looking, terrible memory. Is he looking for investors? Is he uh looking for people to No. Yeah. No, I no, I think for him his best bet is going to be uh a bigger company coming along and buying the company. Yeah, probably. I mean, Be- before the patent yeah. is up, you know. Yeah, because be he he's had his he's had his shirt ripped off um, uh, in China and Japan. Oh, he's had his shirt ripped off in China. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. He has he has had he has had his patented um, golf shirt design uh, taken, and uh, someone made the same shirt or a similar shirt in Japan and China. Two yeah. separate. Things, so all he can do is just sort of like, you know, send a letter and uh, try to get it off the site. Like one of the, I think the one in Japan was on like the like the equivalent of like the Japanese Amazon. Yeah, and I think when something like that happens, they don't want to sell the product on their on their website. Once that happens, they don't want to be associated with it. So they'll take it down. Any kind of a good product. You're, you're going to get ripped off in the, especially in China. But I don't oh know yeah, much yeah, about Japan. It, but yeah, right. it's going to it's going to happen for sure. So uh, I was speaking of listening to stuff. I, I today for a little while I was uh, going to work and I had uh, ESPN radio was on and uh, uh, they, I was thinking of you know this was a, this is a good John Craig story because they had, there was like six guys. Uh, they kind of went around the the room uh, that were uh, you know there that were talking the sports stuff and the question was um, have you peed in the pool uh, you know the pool uh, swimming right. pool yeah and uh, all of these guys were like yep 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 you know they'd be going around mm-hmm. and some were given more details than others about mm-hmm. you know, about uh, how they do it and how often they mm-hmm. do it and how quickly they mm-hmm. do it and uh, just lots of stuff. There was one guy there that was was like, nah, I don't know, no, I don't, mm-hmm. know, I, don't mm-hmm. I don't, wouldn't do that. It was like, you know, he was like, and they they were all calling him a liar. They were like, here's the guy. They were like, there's one guy in the room mm-hmm. you can't trust. It's that guy. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, so like, you're next, you're you're right there, next to the pool, in the pool mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, making chicken noodle soup. And I don't know what. No, wait, you can't eat chicken noodle soup. You're you're whatever. Yep. You got your, mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. Got your veggie hot soup. Veggie soup. Your hot plate is on. You're eating the veggie soup. If you really got to take a whiz bad, just run out and jump in the pool. Ever? Do you ever do that? Um. All right. It's confession time. <laughs> um. I moved in here in uh, end of February, beginning of March. The pool did not get open until May. Since the pool has been open, I um. There are three bathrooms. Two in the house. And one here in the pool house. I only pee in the pool. <laughs> I've, since the pool has been open, I only pee in the pool. Just we don't have the purple. Yeah. She doesn't have the purple dye. Uh, yeah, the, the, that purple know. dye doesn't. There's, there's no such thing. No, That's just fake. The anyway. filters on all the time. There's fucking chlorine in there. It's fucking fine. Yeah, it's just good. So you can just let it let it flow. Let it flow. That's it's awesome. been a. It's been a while since I've it's it's been a while since I've peed in a pool. Uh, I will pee in the ocean though, um, and I like peeing in the ocean because I find it really challenging. And then it's like the mix of the warm urine and the cold Atlantic Ocean. Oh yeah, kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, I can see. <laughs> so wait, what were you doing with ESPN Radio? I mean, I I can't listen to sports radio. Was it an accident? Was you just so sick of the Counting Crows that you're like, oh fucking something else? Uh, you know, it's it's at that time of year where I'm starting to get. Uh, I like college football, uh, and uh, I mean, I I I'm not a fanatic about it or anything like that. But I'm starting. To, it's getting to the point where I'm starting to think about okay, what what's going on with the and it's the same shit, you know, when they do in these interviews and stuff, and the, the everything goes. They could play the exact same 
tape from last year pretty much for the most part and play play the you know okay last year on uh, august 1st uh here's the audio let's just drop it in this year on august 1st and it probably would play pretty well. They'd be talking about, you know, uh, is what Alabama's going to do, is what, uh, you know, Oklahoma's going to do. And then the little speeches that the coaches give are all the same shit, you know. Uh, nothing changes so much. But that said, I, I you know, I'm still, okay, I'm, I'm listening and uh, a little bit. But uh, for the most part, it's because, uh, I, you know, I could listen to a CD uh, or, uh, or the other radio, you know, the other, you know, music on the radio, that kind of thing. But, it's just I don't know, uh, just noise. For the, I, I guess that's probably more than anything. It's just because it's I, I want noise, and uh, it's just uh, the the least the least offensive noise that that I could come up with for the day. So, any follow up on the University of Iowa guy who was uh, so drunk that he got into a cop car thinking it was an Uber? Did they, did they let that kid off the hook? He, you know, he's uh, he's got a one game suspension, uh, and uh, he. Uh, the, the following week, another one of his teammates, a uh, kid that uh, was motorcycle, a, motorcycle uh, trip. Yeah, three guys on a. Uh, he and two other friends were riding on a moped. Three of them on a moped, and the guy that was driving the moped, I think, is six seven, and he's like, pretty sure he's like six seven and close to three hundred pounds. And he had two other people on a moped with him. So I, I just physically was trying to figure that one out, how that would happen. But he's got a. Uh, I'm reading it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's got a one game suspension. Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's an IKEA uh, shelf. That is Wirfs. Yeah, the, the Wirfs. Wirfs. That is actually that is exactly <laughs> an IKEA <laughs> IKEA product. <laughs> In fact, I may uh, I may after the show here I may uh, email them and uh, the IKEA people and say I've got it. I got a name. I've got a new name for you. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have to put the umlaut over the I? I don't yeah. even know what that does. I don't either. I have no idea. Because that's how he spells his name. W-I-R-F. You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Yo, he, he, he's worth a lot of money. He's, he's, <laughs> I think someday he is going to be worth a lot of money. He's, uh, he started, is he any good? What's he do? Uh, he started What's his position? I think he's a lineman, but I think it's defensive line. I'm pretty sure. I should know this. But... Uh, he started as a true freshman, which hardly ever happens at Iowa. They don't hardly ever do that because uh, we've got a very conservative coach. He, uh, uh, as a high school kid, he had a uh, he played f- four different sports. He set a uh, record, a new record in the uh, state record in the shot put. Was a good wrestler, a uh, great football player, obviously, and uh, I think he uh, played baseball or basketball, one of the two. Did he grow? Was is he from Iowa? Yeah, he's from a little town called Mount Vernon, Iowa, which uh, hmm. is not far from here. I was listening. I was listening to uh, Mark Maron's podcast, and he had on uh, that. Uh, what's the What's the woman? Uh, the one that married. Um, <laughs> who's the guy that's from your state? From the that '70s show. Oh yeah, Ashton Kutcher's Ashton Kutcher. uh, wife. Yeah, um, Ashton Kutcher's wife uh, there. Yeah, Mila, Mila Kunis. 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 There you go. Yes, yes, and uh, so she was on the show, and she was talking a little bit about her husband, and I guess uh, I didn't realize he he did a lot of uh, tech investing, and he's sort of yeah. not acting a lot. He does that Netflix series with uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, which I you know the about. ranch. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I don't like it. I've I've I tried to watch it for like a minute, and yeah, I didn't enjoy. It. But but. Uh, it seems that that guy's a pretty uh, smart, likable guy, that uh, Ashton Kutcher. Cooch. Uh, that's what they call him here locally. Cooch. Cooch. Is he, where is he from again? Uh, basically, uh, he Cedar Rapids, where, where I'm from, but he, uh, he went to school in a little uh, smaller. He went to school in Cedar Rapids for a while, and then he, uh, they bought, a, uh, I guess, a house his mother did a ways out of town, and he went to a smaller school for a while, but he went to the University of Iowa. Um, he actually, when he left uh, Iowa City, decided he was going to go be a, uh, a movie star. He's got a twin brother, too. He's got a, uh, a brother, but um, he, uh, he walked. He took off walking, and he walked it was like some incredible distance uh, before he finally, I don't know if he got a ride or he was he got, jumped on a bus or something, but he, uh. he, he walked a long ways. Uh, like, uh, I don't know, it was like 100 miles or something like that before he, he finally uh, 
He, he was determined, I guess, he, to get his ass out there. So, but yeah, everybody that I that I know that's uh, had uh, direct contact with him, and he shows up in town quite a bit. He's mm-hmm. a big University of Iowa Hawkeye fan, mm-hmm. and so he goes to football games and stuff, and uh, hangs around, shows up different places. Uh, everybody that I I know that has uh, had any uh, contact with him, whatever, says he's uh, he's a cool guy. Uh, so he's a pretty solid, decent yeah, human being. Just a normal, you know, tries to be as, yeah. as normal, down to earth as as you can be. Yeah, but still be uh, massively rich and uh, banging Mila Kunis or whatever her name is. Yeah, he's um, he's going to be 40 this year if he's not already. Right, Which is right. kind of I was like, well, he seems like he should be younger, but I guess he's been around for a while. Well, he was married to, uh, to uh, Demi Moore, and she's like, how old is she? She's got to be in her... F- oh, she's mid- 55. Oh, okay. I was going to say mid to late. I know that because I looked that up recently. Yeah, you're stalking her, trying to figure out. <laughs> no, I, it was one of those things where I listened to the, I happened to listen to the um, the podcast with Mila Kunis talking about Ashton Kutcher, and then I was watching something, and because I follow Roast Battle on Instagram, then I came across the uh, the Bruce Willis roast, and you know that Demi Moore was married to Bruce Willis. Yeah, and uh, she came out and roasted Bruce Willis. So. I just sort of was in this thing because I had been thinking about her because her name had come up on the interview with Mila Kunis, blah, blah, blah. And my understanding is that uh, um, she and Ashton Kutcher remain some civil and friendly and friends. And I think even when he, Ashton Kutcher was married to her, I think he was even like Bruce Willis was part of it. He was like good with daughters or whatever. The whole thing. So it's like a bizarre rumor scout. And there's another one. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just thinking uh, Kunis, K-U-N-I-S. It's another one. It's another. Uh, it's another couch. IKEA. It's an IKEA couch. <laughs> Worf, Kunis. It's a, we have to have the trifecta. There's got to be one more. It's got to come up organically because we don't go over these things. We don't do notes. You yes. have your own notes, and I got nothing. Stumbled right which along is into it. So clear. So I get to do. Uh, I get to do a uh, interview for. We're uh, going to be hiring somebody at work, and uh, they've uh, done a first interview with somebody, and they've asked me to do a second interview uh, of my own choosing, and so. Um, I've been like thinking, uh, okay, I'm just going to tell this dude uh, when right right from the onset of the interview. This is not we're not you know, they 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 gave you the real interview. I'm just this is just me getting to know you and let's you know let's just let's just talk. And one of those kind of interviews. I'm trying to yeah. So I've been actually, but I should have some things uh, that I'm going to ask him that are s- specific. I think just some some mm-hmm. uh, stuff that I've got sort of written down. And so I've been uh, I'm going to try to come up with some stuff. I, I was looking at the. Uh, uh, I guess uh, Google's got these. Uh, w- w- they've got the interview questions that uh, somehow have gotten out, and they're, they're on the internet. And you can look those up and uh, give you answers for some of these. Uh, that, but uh, a lot of those are techie kind of stuff, uh, you know, about coding and things like that. But they've got some ones I was looking at uh, that I thought was uh, uh, that are good. I may, I may, I think I'm going to use this one, uh, which is, uh, "What didn't you?" get a chance to include in your resume i think that's a good one so um i don't know uh i'm not sure if somebody asked me that what i would say because that's one of those ones where you could really hang yourself you know you could because it's not that's almost saying like uh tell me something about yourself that's not work related uh just you know you're just trying to see if somebody can talk and sometimes i don't know that can get people probably uh out on a limb because it's when, uh, when is the interview um it's next week Okay, so I actually, I came across one of these interview questions, yeah, and it was pretty good. So there's, um, I think it was the, I don't know if you've ever listened to the NPR podcast, Hidden Brain? I have, I believe, yeah. Okay. And uh, he had, I'm pretty sure he had this uh, Harvard um, professor on Italian woman, and uh, she wrote a book called um, Rebel Talent, and... uh, she she basically studied a few different people, including like this uh, guy who used to be an attorney. Now he's in a uh, he's a restaurateur, and he owns it. And there was a it's someone. I'm pretty sure it was that podcast where someone had a question that had nothing to do with what they did, but it was a really good question, and there was a reason why they asked it. And and I, I'm not even kidding. Like if if. If you have to interview this guy, I think you should listen to this podcast. It was so good. And, hidden, brain, uh, hidden brain, rebel talent. 
I'm pretty sure it was Hidden Brain. I'll look it up after the show, but I'm pretty sure that this is what it was. But I, I my gut is that you will intuitively see things the way that uh, the, the, this what this study revealed, like, and would like to work at companies like that. It's basically allowing. Um, allowing people that work for the company to be themselves and to think outside of the box, like the 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 really think outside of the box, like the the uh, guy who runs the Italian restaurant, the chef, like he had them listen to um, Lou Reed take a walk on the wild side, and and like he wanted them to create a dish based on that song, right? I'm gonna call my dish to do to do to do. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's just a different way of thinking about things and including people and allowing them to be and grow and just sort of it's it's a good way it's if good, they use the good. phrase uh think out of the box I'm, they're done I'm, well no i i, I don't even <laughs> like that i use that expression i hate that expression but but this whole idea of it it's it's um I don't know, people that question authority and, and are able to do it and, and, and still be very productive. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I got I to gotta come up with some, uh, some questions that are, that are a little weird. So uh, hopefully, you know, mostly you want to find out, is the person a dick? Are they? Are they, are they, are they right. That's exactly what I used to do and what uh, the two guys that brought me into the company we used to do. It was like we would have litmus tests for, uh, like sometimes I would do it. There were, there were a couple of times where there was someone, I forgot who it was. I don't know if the guy's name was Robert, but he went by Robbie. So I called him Robert because he's a grown-ass man. And I'm very usually very respectful of someone's name and what they want to be called. But right. this guy was wrong. But then I realized, no, you know what? That's not what it was. It was a litmus test for me, right? Like sometimes you want to push someone's buttons a little bit to get a sense of who they are and what they're about. And the guy failed. Right, like I don't want to work with that guy. Like I want to, I want someone to be able to sort of be able to navigate through it. And the guy was, I didn't like the guy at all. And I was kind of glad I accident. I think I accidentally called him the wrong name, and he took it like he was way too offended by it. Yeah. And then I continued to call him that name. And then it was just like <laughs> fuck you. And then I never hired the guy again because it was freelance work. He was like a video editor or something. He walked out and said, that "Fuck that guy." And you walked. And when he walked out, you waited till I got out of the room and said, "Fuck yeah. that guy." Fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fuck, um, did I did I talk about the movie Eighth Grade? That Bo Burnham movie. You did, but it was after we stopped recording. But you know. okay, so so I we we went. Um, on Saturday night, this past Saturday night, it was just um, myself, Kylie, who's 14, and her mom, Andrea. So the movie's rated R. So I don't know if you know much about the movie, but it's Bo Burnham, who's a, a musician, comedian. He started as a YouTuber, 27-year-old guy, started when he was about 16 and had quite a quite a large number of subscribers. But he's a talented guy. And it's a movie about the last week of the eighth grade and the female lead who's, you know, she's just very awkward and has like no friends. And it has an R rating because it has the word fuck five times. And that's just the MPAA when they rate a movie. If, if it has the word fuck in it five times, it gets an R rating, right? So like the, the audience, the intended audience... 14 year olds can't yeah. even see it right unless they go with the parent okay, yeah. and then there was also a scene uh it's sort of the young girl is intrigued by um you know uh, how to give a blow job so she goes on youtube and then there's this like awkward scene whatever i did i don't want to ruin it but uh it's a very slow movie but so i'm thinking about the mpa rating and i look like, i know how my ex-wife is with certain things and she's very weird about sex stuff and she has the like the Kylie will cover her eyes or cover her ears, which is even more weird than watching the scene in my mind. But mm -hmm. um, so watching the movie trailers, right? It's an independent film. And the last two movie trailers, one of them was a movie called Mid 90s. And I think it takes place in LA in the mid 90s. And there's like this young, like 12, 13 year old kid who's like a skateboarder and he gets like caught up with these older kids. And, and that movie trailer, it looked pretty good. It looked like a, um, an updated version of the movie Kids, you know, that Harmony Korine written film. The word fuck 
was in that trailer, I'm telling you, like 17 times. In like two minutes. I wasn't offended by fuck, but like fuck. That's a lot of fucks. <laughs> so I was getting really uncomfortable because going to see this movie was my idea. Right, so I'm like looking at my ex-wife, like I'm gonna get in trouble, like I had something to do with it. And then the next one too, again, it was just a weird thing. Like, it, it's I don't really understand the MPAA why they don't change the rule a little bit. Like, who's gonna get offended? Like, I understand why um, that um, Deadpool gets it's it's an R rating. Beyond the language, the violence is incredibly like it's over the top, you know. Um, but like, like Cameron saw the movie tonight. He saw this movie, uh, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He saw the Baywatch. They yeah. saw it at the beach club because it's them, like a bunch of lifeguards after they close the beach club, watch the movie. Right. And he said it had a, an R rating, and I think it was again, it was fucking subject matter and whatever. I don't pay attention to ratings though, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't think they should rate movies. I don't think they should even have a rating, because. The world has uh, already devolved to the point where there's so many people that don't give a fuck. <laughs> and you know, if, if you said, okay, uh, your kid's going to a movie and there's it's going to say fuck five times and uh, you know the kid's 17 years old or whatever, and uh, are you concerned about that? I'm guessing that a large, overwhelming majority of people are going to be like, no, I do not give a shit. I, I don't care. And the ki- if the kids are smart enough now, uh, Tori's told me about this, they go to the they go to the theater and they just all they if uh, if they, they sneak go, in they don't have to sneak in they just they pay but they say uh, the, well they sneak into the theater with the movie they want to see but they pay to get in they just no they pay to get in to but a, they don't the pay movie. for the movie they pay for the PG thirteen movie yeah, and then right. they walk into the other movie, the other movie. Cameron got denied. Yeah. Um, he and his friends got denied to see uh, that uh, horror movie. I think I, t- I talked yeah. about it a couple of I don't remember the name of the horror. There were four of them. Yeah, I think yeah, I yeah, described it. it. I don't yeah. know what the hell it's called. Yeah. But he didn't see it. They went and they saw something else. I can't remember what they saw. But he but. tried to actually buy tickets for that. They tried to buy tickets for that. Right. They didn't yeah. think they would have a problem. Yeah. But see, they Tori did. said last time she went, she tried to buy tickets for something, and they said, no, you can't if you don't have an ID. And she goes, okay, what other movies are showing right now? And they said, and it was like, you know, some movie that obviously <laughs> she wouldn't probably be going to. Uh, and she's like, okay, I'll buy a ticket to that. So she and her friends buy I a ticket to that. I guess it's general seating. They don't have assigned seats. Uh, they do. If Okay, so if we have the uh, you know, the big Barker lounger fucking that they're starting at theaters now. There's some of them now that have assigned seatings with that. Not all, not all the theaters do. There's uh, some of them do. Um, but I found even those uh, when I've gone to, um, we've gone to a couple of those. Um, I walk into that theater and I can't. I don't, I don't. I look at their map and I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I can't, usually don't know where my seats are. Oh, anyway, I, so. I struggle with it. I, even just looking at the screen when you buy your ticket, yeah. it shows you this is where the screen is, and I'm like. I don't know how how what is what is the um, the you know how how steep are the seats how close is that that is that too close I don't fucking know unless I've been no. in that particular theater it's like I don't know and you're gonna Can walk I take in a virtual the, tour you're gonna walk in in the dark carrying a bucket of popcorn and trying to let your eyes adjust I'm just gonna find the first seat that nobody's sitting in I'm gonna go sit there and if somebody else comes along and says you're in my seat i'll move but otherwise fuck it and that's where i'm going it was the best place i can possibly land so um yeah you could get in, in that whole thing i get you know you could but i don't know well i i'm i if i'm going to choose my seats those are the seats i'm sitting in and i'm going to stick with them yeah if, if, if it's it. an empty theater maybe not if, if you know maybe i'll move i'm but not that much of a rule follower i'm just gonna sit i hate rules yeah, but the idea that someone else bought tickets and now i'm sitting in their seats i don't like it because i would not be too happy if i walked in and someone was sitting in my seats I'm, like, I'm gonna wait yeah. for them to come over and, and give me shit they're gonna have to say this is my seat and i'm gonna go, no it's not <laughs> <laughs> fuck you get out of here you fucking idiot leave me alone yeah uh, no, I wouldn't do that. But uh, you know, when you started that story, I was I was feeling growth there in in the the, the John Craig story, John Michael What's Craig that? story, because you said you, know, you were talking about Kylie, and then when you you described you said her mom, 
And I thought, wow, her mom. I don't think if you, I've really ever heard you refer to. Well, I refer to her that way in real life. Mom, in real life? Okay. Yeah, it's a weird thing, though, because it's like, I, I don't know, not that ex-wife is a negative. It's just that it is her mom. Here's where I think you can take this. And it's uh, being, it's, there's nothing about what I'm going to suggest here that's uh, untruthful. There's nothing about it that's, uh, that you shouldn't feel bad about. But instead of calling her her mom or uh, my ex-wife. I think my landlord. Should, no. Well, you could, you could do that. Or you could say my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> that's a weird one. She is your ex-girlfriend. That is true. But then wouldn't you don't have to wife Trump? No. I don't think Trump. <laughs> Trump, how does it work? What's the hierarchy? All right, could I just was thinking if we had a really nice coffee tray, could we call that Trump? <laughs> Trump. Trump. Right. Trump with the drumpf Trump. with the umlaut. <laughs> so I saw it, yeah, weird pronunciations. Uh, okay, so last I'm going to tell you this last time. There's uh, some people down the street. I, I, this was I thought this was creative. So they're having a, a garage sale, and uh, they were putting up signs around the neighborhood. And uh, I, was, I was like, I about drove off the road trying to figure out what the hell they had uh, going on because uh, they had printed up these signs and. They had a uh, big picture of Mike Tyson on the on the uh, garage sale thing, and <laughs> uh, with the yeah you know, the face tattoo and all that stuff. So you know you look over like what the hell? And it says garage, and then it's spelled out T H A L E garage sale, <laughs> and a picture of Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> It's like all right. I didn't. I, did, I didn't go to the fail, but I thought about it. It's. <laughs> I don't know. Almost got me. Out. <laughs> He's got a good sense sense of. He has a good sense of humor about that sense though. Of humor. Yeah. Then he he does. I would <laughs> never do an imp- I can't do an impression of uh, you gotta, uh, Mike you know, Tyson. You got to go into, but, the, uh, into the, the high range to really do it right. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I try not to. So bizarre. Not so much, but uh, yeah. What's that? I think I shared it with you. That uh, that guy that covers like all the Mike Tyson um, quotes. Like everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face, and he does an acoustic version. Didn't I share that with you? Yes. Once? Yeah. 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 So yeah. It's a song. Yeah. Yeah, it's a song. I, I don't know the. Uh, yeah, they basically uh, took a bunch of Mike Tyson quotes that kick ass. They're just so good. So, he's somewhat of a. Uh, he, I, I, I think he's really emotionally intelligent. He's a fascinating guy. Yeah, there's probably more there. He's not book yeah. smart. Uh, no, no, <laughs> not really. But uh, there's there's more there probably than uh, you know uh, on the uh, on the surface. There's more there there than the, what you see on the surface. I, I would guess he's he's uh, funny. Like you said, he's got a uh, he's got a sense of humor. And, but he also he just scares the hell out of me. He's he's one of those guys that you know you definitely would not want to be like alone in an elevator with Mike Tyson. It just uh, yeah, it just yeah, it doesn't sound like a good good thing. And then I would I would screw up. I would say, I would want to say something like I would want to say like uh, have a nice day or something like that. And then I would screw up and I would say something stupid like enjoy your next twenty four hours. And then he would be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> All right, I had to go there. Um, yeah, I would sound too edgy. You know, I would do something that sounded stupid uh, instead of in, you know. All right. Maybe not. Maybe not at all. So you were saying uh, also after we uh, after we stopped the show last week, uh, you were uh, talking about the fact that uh, Cameron is uh, he prefers uh, if he's gonna if he's gonna spill the beans. Your your son Cameron, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. gonna spill the beans to a parent. Uh, he somehow feels that uh, it's a better scenario if he does that with with you. Sort of. I don't know. I don't know that he had a preference. He just said that he'd rather he, he he'd did. rather come home um, to me if he were drunk than to ask me if he could borrow one of my iPhone chargers. Because <laughs> I'll fucking lose my shit if he asks for. So he Another knows, iPhone he, charger. knows he can lead with whatever the bad thing is and then throw in the iPhone charger thing and it'll, it'll take the heat off whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it was a plan. I don't know if he had it figured out. It, just, it was just this whole idea that I'd be, I wouldn't overreact to him having 
had too much to drink showing up home drunk but i'd lose my shit over an iphone charger like <laughs> seriously get your own fucking iphone charger you fucking piece of shit what is wrong with you you know i'm a, I'm a psycho how many of those have you been oh yeah. it's nuts I, I told a friend that and my friend's pretty calm he's like no it's it's ridiculous and he's he doesn't get angry about shit this is the same friend that told he told his daughter his 12 year old daughter He's like, there are only two things you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to kill yourself, and you're not allowed to do heroin. That was it. Those are his only two rules. You're not allowed to kill yourself. You're not allowed. And I'm thinking to myself, not bad. But then I didn't really get into a full debate with him because she was still there. But now it's like it's really in my head, and I'm like, hmm. And then she asked him. What about crystal meth? She probably was like, wait a minute. Can I borrow your iPhone charger? He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, he, he, no, he, he did. When I mentioned the thing about uh, that's that's kind of that we were talking about stuff, and I brought up the thing about Cameron, and he, uh, he's like, no, I, I understand the iPhone charger thing. He's like, he said he's brought home like six of them from work, twelve of them from, and they're all missing. Where do they go? What happens to them? How do they break? Same thing here. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know. I figured out how they break. That took me a while to figure out because uh, no, no kid plugs the phone in, sets the phone down, and then walks away. Right. The phone's dead. They've got to get on immediately. So they plug the phone in long enough to get the minimal charge, then get it back on, and then they start, you know, walking around with the charger plugged in, and they're con- constantly yanking and bending right, and right. all that shit, and then it quits working that way. But yeah, I gave up on the. Uh, uh, Definitely not buying the the uh, certified Apple uh, chargers, even though they probably do you know work better. I'm just definitely not going to go that route. But uh, so you get the cheap stuff, and uh, decided with the with the cheap ones. Now we were buying the long ones that were like you know four or five feet long, uh, and the heavier heavier braided uh, you know cloth like outside mm-hmm. on them. It's, we're getting those for I don't know. Like three, Doesn't three. seem to make a difference, even though. No, no, no. We're getting those for like three <laughs> bucks, and that was a good deal. But with the last uh, couple times I bought them, and ha, ah, this is good. I've, I've been buying the six inch ones, um, which is funny to watch. She said, Can I borrow a charger? Can I get a charger? I'm like, yeah, here's here's one. You know, that little six inch one. It's like, what am I supposed okay. to do with this? Charge your phone. It's like, how do I do that? Charge it. Just plug it in. Plug it in. Set it down. Walk away. <laughs> I've got a 10 foot one. Oh, excuse me, I'm very tired. <laughs> I woke up early this morning, not because I had to. I just woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning. No reason to get up. We had, uh, there's kids, uh, we had a, the kids did a, Tori's friends, uh, they did a bonfire thing. I used the like, word. It did, okay, but they didn't pour gas no in gas the gas this right? time. It let, no gas this time, but there was, uh, there was like, uh, there's probably like 12 kids and uh the uh okay so we told them that you can go back there yes they got the fire pit going and whatever and they they were they were they were they were being uh they were being freshmen in high school kind of uh you know they weren't quiet i guess put it that way they but uh, they they did pretty well um okay so this was on monday night yeah monday night and so we said uh 10.30. We want everybody out by 10.30. And we're not giving anybody rides. Everybody's going to get thrown oh, right God. out. It's like, okay, 10.30 and everybody's gone. Well, mm-hmm. at like 10.45, okay. uh, kind of started to get them cleared out. And uh, about uh, 10 minutes later, realized there's two kids here uh, that don't have a ride. So, uh, and they're like, oh, we could probably hang out here, you know, whatever. No, you're not hanging out here. Um, so, uh, Rachel gives those two kids a ride home. So, she gets back. Probably uh, by the time she gets back, it's probably like eleven twenty, eleven thirty, somewhere around in there. So we're like, all right, trying to kind of chill out. And we don't usually go to bed uh, early anyway. You know, it's not like hey, I'm somebody that wants to be in asleep by ten o'clock or anything like that. But um, yeah, you're kind of a little bit wound up. You got the whole thing going on. So uh, all right, let's chill out, whatever. So I make the. Uh, unannounced decision that I figure out, okay, everybody that's kind of uh, an authority figure at work, everybody that's in charge, they're going to be gone tomorrow. They're either on vacation or they're out of the office or something. So I thought, I'm going to sleep till 8.30, 9 o'clock, something like that, going to the office when, I, when, I, you know, when I'm done sleeping, that sort of thing. Um, right. Tori decides 
that the next morning she's going to go uh, hang out with some friends early before one of them goes on vacation uh, the next day. And she, the kids leaving at like 11. So they make they, they uh, launch this plan where they're going to meet at, I think they're supposed to meet at like 8.30 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So at, literally at 6.30, I don't know why she's got to do it at 6.30. Wow. Bonk, bonk, bonk. She's knocking on the door. She's knocking on the door because I turned the phone down and nobody's answering. She's tr- was trying to text and there was nobody answering her text. So she's knocking on the door, trying to explain her plans. Oh my God. It's like, <laughs> uh, it's like, no. yeah. Anyway. I, yeah, same, same here. It's, it's, I feel like it's my entire summer is that all I do is drive the kids places and it's like Cameron, I dropped him off at 9 a.m. this morning at work at the, the beach club and he worked from 9 to 6, but he stayed at the beach club and just hung out because at 8 o'clock they were showing the movie. And it was like, I sent him a text. I'm like, Cameron, I'll be there at like um, 5 to 11, 11 o'clock. And he's like, um, yeah, but the movie's not over yet. And I'm like, you can watch the movie at home, on your computer, do whatever you want. And then Kylie, I, she wanted a ride after I picked up my boss's car, picked her up from dance. Can I go to Rachel's house? And that's just like, Kylie, I don't like driving my boss's car with you in it. Yes, to get home, that's one thing, but I don't like putting extra miles on it because he's just kind of weird about it. Sure enough, of course, I stopped at home. I let her get changed. I still brought her to her friend Rachel. Same thing with Cameron. I told him he had to watch the movie at home, but then I got there, and I'm just like, well, I guess I'm being a selfish dick. I shouldn't be a selfish dick. It's their summer, you know? It's like he's here at work with a bunch of the other lifeguards, and they're watching Baywatch, you know what I mean? Like, I like, I don't know. I mean, I so I always say no, 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 and then I end up doing it. And I don't know. I'm just not a good disciplinarian. I mean, and when my ex-wife, mother of my children, what a ex-girlfriend. When my ex-girlfriend got home from work, my landlord, Andrea, she, she walks in. It's like seven o'clock. I had just dropped off Kylie at her friend Rachel's, and I looked. I said, you know, Kylie just went to Rachel's, and Cameron's at the beach club. I got to go pick someone up. And she just looked at me, like, as though because she's worked a lot. Of she's like, I'm going to bed. Just like. Like I'm not like she's not picking them up. Like I'm the one that's got to drive them everywhere because she works in the city. It's long, and she's just like I'm going to bed. Like I feel like a single parent, man. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.